0: Welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to another episode. And if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. Happy Monday to you all. I hope that you had a fantastic weekend. And wherever you live, I hope that the seasons are changing beautifully. Um, Because maybe you're in the southern hemisphere and you're changing into spring. Or maybe you're here in the north with me and you're going into fall. And it's such a beautiful time. Um, My family and I just took fall photos this weekend. We had a photographer friend that works for our business come out and take some fall photos of us, which we haven't had family pictures in um, a few years. I would say in the past like three or four years and so it was kind of nice and fun. So that was definitely the fun thing that I did this weekend and I hope that you had some uh, fun uh, memories and experiences this weekend. I would also hope that you were able to get some rest. I definitely took a nap uh, yesterday and today. I love naps. I'm definitely a nap person. So anyway I hope that you had a fantastic weekend and that you are ready to take on this Monday and I hope that whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end that you're having a fantastic day and if you're having a tough day I always encourage everyone every single episode to do the five minute reset which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself that gives you the opportunity to restart reboot reset your day right then and there come back to baseline and it also gives you the opportunity to take a break from any stressors or issues or problems that you are currently dealing with you know you can kind of let uh, those burdens <laughs> like fall off of your shoulders, take a break from all of that, and also, if you are dealing with an issue that needs to be solved sooner than later, then you can take some time to problem solve that, and then when you have to return to the problem, you'll come back with a resolution and be able to move on from that issue a lot quicker. I always encourage everyone to make a list of at least four items that you are grateful for, and those can be really small, really big, really medium-sized things. You know, you can be grateful, like me, I was grateful that someone was able to come and take some beautiful photos of my family. Um, You can be grateful that you're able to go out and get some more fall decor for your home and spend some time decorating your home. You can be grateful that you were able to spend some Time doing fall activities with friends or even just going to the store if that's a new experience for you during this time of the pandemic. Whatever it may be, you can be grateful for it. And so I encourage you to make a list of at least four things. And then last but not least, before you leave your five minute reset, please make sure that you are feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day. Because I am not here to diminish what you're going through, because whatever you're going through and any struggles that you're currently experiencing are super important and they need to be um, dealt with and how you how you would like to deal with them, but um, it's a lot easier to get through those negative times by focusing on the positive. And you were able to name at least four things that were positive if you made that gratitude list. And hopefully that'll help to shift your mindset and change your perspective and really just help you focus more on those positives to get you through the negative. But I do hope that you are having a great day this Monday. And um, I just want to let you know that I'm very, very excited about the topic that we are going to be starting today. Today, uh, this week, we are going to be talking about trauma and I'm excited about it because it's something that I struggle with. And it's something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with endure and maybe don't know a lot about or don't know what to do about it or maybe you know tons about it and this will just be like a refresher for you. But yeah, this week we are talking about trauma and today, Monday, we are going to start with what is trauma because typically when we start on Mondays, we talk about what the topic is and then we go more in depth during the week. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. This week I want to do a brief overview on trauma i myself have experienced a lot of trauma as a child and it has followed me into my adult life causing more issues for sure for sure wreaking havoc and i'm sure i'm not alone in those feelings and experiences and thought it would be helpful to go over how trauma can affect our lives how it can show up and what we should do about it Um, and so today let's discuss what trauma is Trauma is an emotional response to distressing events that could have happened physically or emotionally or, you know, you were just around when it happened, you're just within the experience. And trauma can cause physical and emotional symptoms for a very long time after the initial event. And I feel like sometimes people that may have not gone through any sort of trauma or really big um, horrific experiences any things that it causes, like a lot of pain, um, may not realize that you can go through and experience a traumatic event. Um, let's say you experience it when you're like nine years old as a child, something happened to you, and then 10, 20, 30 years later, if you haven't taken the time to work those um, work through those emotions and feelings and Um, memories and experiences, the the symptoms of that trauma can still follow you around, can still plague you, can still try to hold you back from having a quote-unquote normal life where you don't have those things continually trying to drag you down. And I feel like people just don't realize that because you think that maybe if you went through experience a traumatic event that it could affect you for like a short time around whenever it did or maybe for a year or two and then you moved on from it but that's not the case especially depending upon like what exactly happened um, to you. So it's important to know that those symptoms can continue to manifest for a very long time for the rest of your life if you actually don't take the time to deal with it, to be honest with you. You have to take the time to deal with it. You have to take the time to work through it, uh, figure out a recovery plan. And even then, sometimes there might still be little triggers here and there, but it could end up being a lot better than it initially was. There are also multiple types of trauma. There's acute trauma, which is where you experienced a single event. There is chronic trauma, which is where you experience prolonged and ongoing traumatic events. For a long period of time. And then there's com- complex trauma, which is where you experience multiple traumatic. Events And it's just, I just found that very interesting that there are so many different um, levels of trauma. I'm not saying one is better or higher than more important than the other. It's just an interesting way to break it down because maybe you've only been through one, maybe you've been through multiple, or maybe you were just in one that was super ongoing, um, which can definitely manifest more uh, traumatic symptoms. Some of the types of experiences that can cause trauma, Um, and just so you know, before I list off these things, this list is not like a complete list at all whatsoever, it's just some of the main ones that I found from research. Uh, So, these experiences are rape, domestic violence, just general abuse, severe illness or an injury, natural disaster death of a loved one, um, which could be uh, someone that's in your family or even a close friend, you know, whoever's close to you could be a loved one, or even witnessing violence. So there's just a good big handful of things that can cause trauma to happen to you. And I like that I'm able to give you such a broad range of things that could cause trauma uh, because then you realize that it's not just just rape which is such a horrific event but it's also um, a natural disaster. Let's say you live in a part of the country that continually uh, suffers from natural disasters or from like you know uh, those storms that roll in, um, that could definitely cause trauma for you or even just witnessing um, a, a violent traumatic event happening that even didn't even happen directly to you can cause trauma. For example, if you were witnessing um, someone getting hurt or you witnessed like a shooting or something like that, that can definitely cause trauma for you as well. And I want to make sure I mentioned that no matter what it was, that you have gone through, it's still very much important. It's very relevant and it matters. It matters. Um, and no one, no one trauma is worse than another because all experiences are bad. Like all of those things are bad. Um, all the ones that I didn't mention are bad. All the ones that are like subcategories of those are bad. I am not saying that, um, because I listed right first, so that is like the worst one. Um, or that it is the one that should have the most attention. That is not true. I'm just telling, and I want you to know that because maybe you're like, oh, I, I, I don't know why you're making this such a big deal, Sabrina, because you know, no one would think that, but you're wrong, because people do think that. They think that uh, certain experiences are worse than others and need to be treated differently. And I feel like that could be true in the aspect of how to um, remedy the situation or develop a recovery plan. Uh, But in just the general face of knowing that these are all bad things, like not one shouldn't be treated as, wow, they need more help than the other. And maybe they do. But you know, honestly, someone that just witnessed a violent event could take more um, counseling and therapy than someone that was raped because of how they experienced it, how they took it in, and how they are dealing with it as a person and their capacity to deal with those things. You know what I mean? So... Anyway, I just, I feel like it's a little bit of a tangent, but I wanted to make sure that you understand that no one trauma is worse than the other. They're all bad, they're all terrible, and they all matter, and whatever may have happened to you matters, okay? Yours isn't less than someone else's because they said so or because it seems worse. Okay, so let's talk about some symptoms that could show up after experiencing trauma and as it continues to affect you. So the first one I want to mention is avoiding things that remind you of the trauma, including memories. Um, this is one of the classic ones. I mean, they're all pre-classic, but to me, uh, but it's, it's because obviously you don't want to be reminded of that thing and you don't want to, um, peruse your mind or talk with other people about memories that could definitely bring up those bad experiences. Right. And it's also because you want to avoid any sort of like, uh, thing that will trigger you re, um, experiencing the event again. So, if you witness something super violent and someone brings up, oh my gosh, like, did you hear about that shooting? And all of a sudden it kind of triggers in your mind the shooting that you uh, witnessed and maybe it was someone you know getting shot or maybe it was just several people getting shot, you know, um, or maybe it was like maybe you were in, in in the military and you witnessed many people dying at wartime or in whatever experience it was wherever you were in the military. Those those are all um, symptoms. So you don't want to uh, be reminded of those traumas and you don't want to have to, you don't want to drudge up those memories because it just, you'll feel like you'll replay it in your mind and you'll feel like you're actually replaying the whole thing again, which is just it's just so much worse. The next symptom that I want to mention is uh, irritability, anger, and other emotional responses to even the smallest things. So, you know, if you, it's and I feel like that this symptom is more, Uh, specific to it happening recently. Um, So let's say something, the thing happens, whatever the traumatic event was that happened. And then directly after that for a while, you are really irritable, really angry, really um, have high emotional responses to even the smallest things going wrong, or just being kind of off, or just someone just getting in your space or just really violating um any sort of boundaries that you didn't even realize you had because uh this experience this negative experiences heightened those things. So um and I feel like this could still happen down the line like if you were triggered by a memory or an experience and if it, it, you suddenly feel like you're replaying it and then you could suddenly fall into also feeling irritable, angry, more emotional about certain things for a time being um, thereafter for a while because you feel like you just relived it all over again. So it's definitely one of those symptoms. Uh, The next one is flashbacks to the event. So if, like I said, if someone brings up something that triggers the memory for you, you might have flashback memories of it happening again in your mind uh, That's uh, that some people can, ha- can really struggle with because you might feel like you actually get caught up in the memory and that you have to go all the way through the memory. And what I mean like that is it's hard for you to try to escape, quote-unquote, escape um, the movie that is happening in your mind of replaying the trauma that is happening. So, um, and if you aren't, if you don't go... If you don't go, sorry guys, I keep hitting the mic because I'm so like animated. Uh, if you don't go through therapy or counseling, or through uh, or become aware. That what is happening is happening, that you are having those flashbacks, then you can really get stuck in having to replay those memories in your mind and not being able to just um, cut it off, stop it, and take a step back and, and get out of it. And I just, I feel like flashbacks for me will happen for some of the things that have happened to me. Um, all of a sudden, it's definitely, there's definitely usually a trigger. Sometimes I won't even realize that uh, something someone said or like a smell or Uh, Something at eight or whatever will trigger those memories and they'll come but I have learned to be able to step out of them. Uh, Sometimes it's harder than others. It just depends on how I'm feeling emotionally and how mentally strong I am that day. I'm sure that is the same for others but yeah, flashbacks are definitely a symptom of trauma. The next one is sleeping problems and or bad dreams. You could definitely have both or one or the other um, because of the stressors of if you're continually replaying what happened in your mind. If it's uh, just instilling a lot of fear and uncertainty in you, then yes, you could definitely struggle with sleeping because you're worried about it, you're stressed about it, um, maybe you feel some sort of self-blame or guilt when you shouldn't if something has happened to you, um, and or whatever part you feel like you may have played in it, I don't know, but yeah, those things can definitely keep you up at night or they can give you bad dreams. I was definitely someone that experienced tons and tons of bad dreams. I don't experience them as much anymore, but as a child, I for sure did uh, because I internalized so many things, especially visually, visually is like my primary source of being able to remember things. So I tend to get a lot of flashbacks and memories uh, just coming up in my mind. It kind of drives me crazy, but I do appreciate that way of learning things and remembering things in other parts of my life. But when it comes to trauma, it's definitely not fun. And um, yeah, and it caused me a lot of bad dreams because bad dreams or visuals. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely one of those ones. Uh, the next one is self blame. Uh, like I just briefly mentioned, you might uh, be caught up in blaming yourself for what happened, whether you were responsible or not, or part of the, part of Uh, what caused what happened or not. Um, I feel like it's more of the not. Generally, I would say probably at least 75% of the time, it's not at least, probably more, um, that it's not your fault. You're just taking on blame because uh, the person that was involved in the trauma decided to blame you and place blame on you um, or manipulated you into thinking that it was your fault when that's not true um but yeah self-blame is and and that can carry on for a long time and you can find yourself continually tacking on even you stepping on um, not being the most perfect person at all and continuing to pile on self-blame on yourself because you just feel like you're just not meeting the mark you're not the best person you're not perfect and yeah um, the expectation for you was to be perfect by the accuser or the person that was involved in the trauma um, and that can really 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 hold someone back from becoming their best self for sure the next one is shock and denial you know a lot of times you go through a traumatic event you want to deny that it happened you're in shock you didn't you don't even know how to respond to it you need some time to actually um in just what happened that's a terrible choice of words but you know what I mean really take it in um, but yeah a lot of times people can be in shock and they can be in denial that it actually happened sometimes denying that it actually happens makes it a lot easier for you to move on I'm not saying that that is a healthy choice or a tactic to take when you go through a traumatic event, but people find that it can be really helpful in the moment to deny that it even happened because then they don't have to think about it, then they don't have to work through it, then they don't have to talk about it. It's just trying to pretend that it didn't even happen um, because even taking the moment to think about why would this happen to me? How could this have happened to me? Did I let this happen to me? And all those kind of thoughts start to flood in. The next symptom is anxiety and fear. Super classic. Obviously, fear I mentioned before. You know, you can be fearful of it happening, the experience happening again, getting worse, Um, other people finding out, um, having shame, you know, involved and built in. That's just awful. And anxiety... Again, same thing, it'll happen again, um, that you don't know when it's going to happen again and that other people will find out, shame will be involved. Um, Those are definitely classic symptoms that uh, happen more often than not with most experiences of trauma. The next one is feeling disconnected and numb, Um, especially I feel like if you if you have shame of whatever event transpired, you just want to be disconnected and you don't want anyone to know, um, what happened or what your experience was and anything about it. Cause it could just make you feel worse. Also, um, I have a feeling that being disconnected and numb can happen you know when it's super violent or it could happen in any any cause of trauma to be honest with you uh, but it could it just causes you to not want to feel anything because you have just already felt so much um, or you might want to feel disconnected because if there are too many factors and triggers out there in your normal quote unquote normal life outside of the trauma then you might want to just be disconnected uh, from everyone else, so that you don't have to endure, um, go uh, experiencing any of those triggers. Uh, but also, you might just feel like y- your your mental state has changed, and you just can't connect with anyone um, at this period of time. And I say it like that as if it's not forever, because it's not. It's just not forever. It's something that you have to work through in your recovery of the trauma. Um, and I want to make sure that I phrase it that way, so people understand that it's not forever. The second to last one I want to mention is withdrawing from others. Again, disconnecting. You don't want to be around people because they might um, trigger those memories, trigger those experiences. Um, Or, you know, you might need to withdraw from certain people because they're connected to someone else that was involved in the trauma. Um, Again, shame. You don't want anyone to know about what happened and tie you to what what happened in the trauma, um, assign blame or anything like that. And, or you just feel like you need to keep it to yourself and are, or, or that you feel as if you, um, need to withdraw because, um, you won't feel worthy of doing what you were doing before participating in events you were being with being friends or being close to the people that you were close with before. Cause again, shame, Uh, The last one, the last symptom that I want to mention and the thing that I want to end on for talking about what is trauma is feeling sad and hopeless. Um, Whatever trauma it is, you know, whether it is domestic violence, whether it is death of a loved one, um, you're going to feel sad and you're going to feel hopeless. You're going to feel like you don't know how to... Um, unless you are, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to be different for everyone, but you might feel like you don't know how to move on. You don't know how, what to do to prevent it from happening again, um, especially if you're caught up in a trauma that is chronic and ongoing. Um, and if it's continually happening, and I definitely have experience with that, where it's just continually happening, not getting better uh, for a certain period of time and you just feel hopeless. You just feel like you're stuck in it. You just feel like you don't know what to do and you feel like it's never going to end and this is just going to be your life forever and that makes you sad. So um, these are all different symptoms. Again, I just I didn't mention this before. I talked about the symptoms. It's not an exhaustive list of symptoms when you experience uh, trauma. Um, it's just the ones that I felt important that were important for me when talking about it to highlight. So um, I think we're just going to end on that today, guys. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina, and I really hope that you come back for the rest of the week where we'll talk about um, trauma and relationships. We will talk about childhood trauma. We'll talk about um, good reminders for people that have experienced trauma to help you um, feel more encouraged and motivated to seek uh, treatment, recovery, and be stronger uh, just to become your better self. Your, and, then, and then on Friday, we are going to end with a classic list, at least classic for this podcast, of what to do to recover from your traumatic experiences so um check the description box for notes for the show where to find me on instagram which is at Sabrina Joy or at real positive girl podcast and also my email address is in the description um, in the notes for any questions comments concerns or prayer requests that you may have feedback topic suggestions whatever you want just to say hi so anyway happy monday i hope you have a great rest of your day i hope you come and join us tomorrow and the next days for the rest of the episodes talking about trauma this week but until then have a good one and i'll see you next time bye guys